Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to WTAF, a This Country podcast. I'm here with the man. First of all, he didn't write Wonderwall. Uh, but he does collect jars of his own feces. It's Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong way round. I did write Wonderwall, and I've never kept a jar of feces in my life. Uh, but have you? Piss? Yeah, <laughs> feces. No. <laughs> now joining us uh, in a very hot and sweaty um, shed because it is the hottest day of the year. Is it? Been so far, said it's I, the I think day so. Yeah, and it's uh, due to get hotter tomorrow. Okay. Now he loves hoarding. <laughs> Enjoys a game of bowls, but that last shot, he absolutely fucked it. It's our Patreon pal, Paul Carpenter. Hello. Hello, sirs. Hello, How Paul. Are you? I'm, I'm good. Hot and sweaty. It is hot and sweaty. You've got uh, your England shirt on. I have. Uh, but it's the This Country England shirt. Uh, where did you get it from? Uh, eBay. Oh, e- <laughs> eBay, yeah. <laughs> eBay, yeah. You can say that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's not. It's very good, though. I have I do, I, I, it had to be done. I do like it. So... We will. We obviously we are here to talk about episode six, family loyalties, uh, to finish off all of our uh, recap episodes. But as you are very kindly donating to us on Patreon, you get a chance, and you chose to come in to view in the shed. What are your first thoughts of the shed? It's it's a lot smaller than it looks on Facebook. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. Good. Thank God for that. Nerd, nerd heaven. It is a little bit of nerd heaven. It's our little corner of it nerd is. heaven, isn't it? It is. It is. Right, so um, before we delve into this actual episode then, Paul, um, when did you first... Were you right on uh, at the start of this country? No. Right. Uh, my partner actually showed me a clip on on YouTube, and I think it was the Comet Relief one. Right, oh, okay. And um, I just sort of looked at it, and I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, and then I saw it on TV, and I thought, I'll have a quick look. So I had a quick look, and that was it. I just downloaded the first series, went straight through that in a binge, and then just continued with the second series. Now, you are one of the guys that sort of... You, you follow all of the social media yeah. stuff that's that's on as well. You're yeah. sort of one of the... one. I mean, if there is a person that should be classed as a super fan, I think you're one of them. If, yeah, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's weird. I don't want to call you, myself that. But no, yeah, but you, yeah. you, you came into it a little yeah. bit later than everybody else, but your, your passion for the yeah. show is... The sort of thing we've said before is yeah. that if, if we could clone a hundred thousand of you, we could take over the world. Well, it, it just it almost takes me back to my childhood, growing up like that, just hanging around, doing shit. You know, it's, it's just how it was. So, mm. you know, I ain't far away from here. So it's just down the road and just pissing about. Really. <laughs> yeah. So do, do you sort of still watch like series one regularly? Oh, yeah. You yeah. watch them regularly. How yeah. often do you watch them? It's, probably a few episodes a week. You yeah. Know, not stupidly regularly, but yeah, yeah. Do you have a favourite one? Oh, it's Oven Space for me. What in series one? Yeah, series series one for me. If I'm honest, because it's for me, it's quite raw. You know, yeah. Like, without putting anything on a downer, it's we haven't really got a clue what we're doing here. Mm. But let's go with it, mm. and it's a bit more natural. Mm. Yeah. But um, like at the live show, you asked series one or two. I was I was series one. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
Yeah, that. So what would be your favourite episode of Series 2 if you had to choose one? Mm. I did like the Steam Fair. Yeah. I did like the Steam Fair. It's, um, That's a good episode. Just, just, you know, just trading through the woods and the Fox Twins. And <laughs> yeah. It, was just, it just went on and on and on and they just get nowhere. And it, you almost wanted to see her get to the Steam Fair. But you knew she wasn't going to. Exactly. Yeah. But, exactly. Yeah. Well, it, that thing, as soon as... Was it the Pez dispenser? That's it. That's so, it. That then she's, oh, she had nothing but bad luck. Yeah. So she was absolutely right in all of that. Yeah. And they're the bits that I love. The little mm, bits that you don't... Hidden. That are thrown away to start with. But when you, when you do dissect everything, you think, that's very clever. You know, like the wanted, pic, the, the wanted um, poster behind the vicar. Yeah. You think, oh, that's very clever. It's very sort of um, yeah. usual suspects where everything all sort of comes together at a certain point. As long as they intended to do that. As long as they intended. Well, I'm, I'm sure they did. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we spoke to Daisy and Charlie and we said about, um, which is the episode with the two the, the two Warcraft kids. Oh, uh, King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. And I said that one of them was dressed in that long black coat, almost like yeah. the Columbine killer. Yeah. And, and Daisy went, well, yeah, that was sort of what we sort of intended. I only got that from you guys off your podcast. And I thought... Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, was that, was that? And you sort of think, oh, how? Yeah. I mean, that's deep thinking because yeah, yeah. it's it's just a costume. It's yeah. just you know. But I love that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Where things are just like hidden in the in the background and stuff. Right. The reason that we're here. Dissect this episode. Episode six, the heartbreaker, is what mm. I call it. Episode six, uh, family loyalties. So, is everybody sitting comfortably? Well, as comfortable as we can yes, in this, this two hundred degree if heat. If you need, the, the, if you want that, thing, I'll put that Here's for right. our guest a little bit, and then uh, in a couple of minutes we'll turn the fan to us because uh, we'll be melting. We will be melting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, people will be listening to this at winter time, going, "It's bloody cold." Stop I know. I know. Heat, I know. God's that's sake. the problem, isn't it? Once it's out there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we start off with the usual text, so we won't go through that as uh, as normal, uh, and then we start off with Len and Kerry at the lockup. Len shows Kerry his new accommodation, and uh, he's very proud of it. Yeah, and so he should be. <laughs> now, the one thing that... Because he says, oh, you've got a bed, look, and, and all that. And he points to something. After, no, first of all, he says, i got a chair, watch this. Oh, which yeah. made then, me laugh. And sits down, yeah. like it's an accomplishment. Yeah. Uh, but then he says, I've got this here, and he points at something. Now, it's a, is it a candle? It's a candle, yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah. In, a, right. in a glass case, I think. Because I actually did, I did, like, stop the... And yeah. just have a look quick, and it looked like it was a candle in like a, like a glass. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I assumed it was a candle. Right, okay, that's fair enough. Then. <laughs> that's fine, um, but it did look like a sad looking candle. It looked like it had almost. Got it's the... one that he'd hoarded. Yeah, and he's also got a kitchen area, which I thought was lovely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just the corner. No tea towel yet, though. <laughs> but no tea towel. We love. Um, no, he was chucked out of his house because uh, of his hoarding. And we've got a clip here for this one. Council found that he'd been hoarding like jars of his own feces. Since like ninety eight and that. Yeah, that was that was a bit bad. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean who hasn't done that? <laughs> Me. Really? Mm. As I Me. said at the beginning. <laughs> 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 so I, I was gonna say so Paul as a guest, have you ever ordered your own no, feces? No, I haven't, no. No? No. I can't call you a super fan then. I, I mean, might have to give it a go now. Yeah. Just see how it goes. It's on the to do list. <laughs> the, the official feces <laughs> in a jar this country. Do you do it in the jar? Or do you do it out of the jar and put it in the jar? How big's the jar? Exactly. Because, to me... Have you got a good aim when it comes to that? Well, I don't know. That's the problem, isn't it? You're going to smear the glass and you're going to see it. I mean, if it's a splat, you're not going to... It's worth some thought. It it depends, doesn't it? Funnel. Funnel. (laughs) (laughs) You could. (laughs) Then you're trying to push it down if it's too solid. Well, obviously, runny. Oh, then oh, we should we talk about this? Yeah, we shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't. Definitely not. Uh, so Kerry says it's um, what he said. She says is you shouldn't. You shouldn't be hoarding this place. It's fine. And to be honest, there isn't a lot in there for for him to hoard. Uh, and Len's there. Yeah, if I set my mind to it and I think I can do it, then I know I can do it. And I think that should be a tattoo or a t-shirt. That shouldn't. Yeah. It? Um, but he did say he's getting a new tea towel, did, yeah. not yeah. because he's hoarding it, but because he needs one. And the look on... I mean, the one thing about Kerry in this episode, some of the looks on her face at the end of yeah. scenes are classic. They so are When brilliant. she turns to the camera, the tea towel's all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, that doesn't work 
uh, on the radio or on a <laughs> podcast. Uh, then we see the This Country um, ident, which is great. Now, Curtain at the Bowls Club. The Fairford Bowls the Fair- Club. Now, this is the thing that I, I, I always... I, I know a few of the people that are in the background because I've sung there only a, about a month ago. And it's really strange seeing that place in that context. It really is. <laughs> Did you check the cupboard for Dyson's? I didn't, no. Curtain wasn't working that night, so... Uh... Uh, I couldn't see. Um, and he's absolutely bowled over. He's oh, no, Excuse the pun. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll take that one. Uh, this is Empire, he said. Um, and he greets a new member, but he got picked on in his first week. I know, this one. <laughs> 80. <laughs> yeah. so he gets, and he, bless him, he just uh, taps him on the shoulder, says he's been, uh, been being put, picked on in his first week. We've got another little clip. There's a job going here, and the vicar made me apply for it. And at first I was like, fuck this, because it's full of old stinkers. But <laughs> actually, they're all right once you get to know them. As long as you don't mention foreigners or self-service checkouts. There you go. No, no. I agree with self-service checkouts. Really? I, I can't stand them. Really? No. They, I always lose my head on them. Why is that? I, just, I can't do them. No? Yeah. And they're taking work away from... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, see, that, but that is a true... It is a true thing. <laughs> that is a true thing. Plus the fact that there's never enough, but there's never enough people at the checkouts to be able to go to a checkout. No, so they force you to go to the, and then it always stops and buzzes anyway, doesn't it? So somebody has to come and help you out. We should join the bowls club because we're doing nothing but moaning about feces mm, yeah. and <laughs> self-service checkouts. I'm about, I'm about as good as the vicar at bowls. So, Are you? Yeah, I would play proper bowls fuck it. <laughs> I was going to say I don't think I played proper bowls. Only that beach bowls, whatever it is. I played carpet bowls, which but in a pub with the tiny right. little balls. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that's enough about my personal problems. <laughs> I was um I was singles champion at the Woodbine in nineteen ninety something. Oh. There you go. See, so I know how to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, curtains flirting with the ladies. That makes me chuckle as um, well. Uh, and then Arthur comes in, and I didn't write down the name of the, the actor again. Did you write his name? No, I didn't. Sorry. It's from uh, was it last week or the week before that he was in? The week before. Ah, that's right. When he was having an argument with Len about the bins. That's it. At the front. That's right. But Curtin is really enjoying his new job. Now we go back to Kerry's lockup. Um, and uh, she shows us all the Dysons. Now, the one thing, she keeps calling them Hoovers. Now, do, is that, do you think that's a joke? Or is that just... Because it's not... Hoover is the make, isn't it? It's the a Hoover is a cleaner. brand, yeah. yeah. So do you think that's part of the joke? I think it is. I you genuinely... Is? Yeah, yeah. Because right. it quite plainly says Dyson on the box. It, it does, yeah. It does. But then are pe- I'm sure there are people that still call a Hoover... Like, any make, a Hoover. But when you do your housework, you don't go, I'm going to do the vacuuming... Well, do the hoovering. Yeah, you do the hoovering. I mean, to be fair, we just bought a new Dyson, and uh, we get the hoover out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, but so it is. I think it's it's more less than a joke and more of what pe- just what people say. Exactly. Yeah, I think yeah? so. Thank but there might me. be a little bit of a <laughs> wink to the camera on it. Don't do that to me, Neil. I, I send shivers down my spine when you wink at me again. <laughs> again, yes. Um... Where were we? Yeah, so she opens up the lockup and it is full of Dysons. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know where that came from. Bless you. I think I swallowed one of those flies. Um, so basically, uh, Kerry says about how her dad said, how'd you fancy going into business with your old man, renting a lockup and storing my wares? Now, we've obviously, from the very start, we've seen this relationship between Kerry and her dad where it's... One-sided. Completely one-sided. Mm. Because he's a shithouse. And a bastard. And a bastard. <laughs> and, um, I mean, this uh, this episode is completely all about that. Oh, yes. Um, in more ways than one. Um, but it's obviously, it's Martin using Kerry again. Kerry just seems to be oblivious about being used and manipulated, and she looks at it as love. Mm-hmm. That's her way of getting love from her dad. Um, saying that she was nearly crying, and she was not sad, but happy... And uh, she dreams of always going into business with her dad, or a da, as she calls it. All her life it was a dream, and she's never let go of that. And it's this blind faith um, that one, I mean, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it a little bit later. I don't want to go on. And there's a mate called Spud working at Dyson Factory, and it's all getting thrown out. But obviously, it's all complete lies. Mm. They are... uh, Hooky. <laughs> backdoor hoovers. Yeah. Backdoor. See, now that oh. sounds like a sex position, doesn't it? It does. Just a bit of backdoor <laughs> <Or an> hoovering. <laughs> yeah. That's enough of my. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for input there, Paul. Oh, that sounded bad as well. Okay. 
Uh, Dad takes them off his hands for a small fee, stores them, and then Dad sells them for a higher fee. Everyone's laughing. Wow. Well, or are they? Or for are now. they? For now. Yeah. For now. And uh, as she's going through this story, uh, she then gets distracted with this guy. Oh, you see this guy here? Right? He had an action man surgically removed from his ass. no word of the lie. And he told the doctor, oh, as I was coming out of the bath, I slipped on the bath mat and I fell on it. The doctor said, oh, that's funny, because why is there a condom on it then? <laughs> and again, who hasn't done that? <laughs> he needs a backdoor hoover. <laughs> he <Yeah>. needs <laughs> a backdoor hoover. <laughs> but these oh, are very can... much these little stories. They're like the stories that were urban legends you, when you went at school. Yeah. So they point at a guy and say, oh, there's the guy that put a bottle up his ass or yeah. whatever, and you, it would go around, and obviously he probably never did it, but... Well, we went to different schools, didn't we? We did. And I always got... There was always this story of this guy that had put a bottle up his ass. Um, he was, like, sort of... Had blondish hair, glasses. Was was very, sort of, camp. Um, I don't know who that might have been. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that might have been. <laughs> Thank God it was plastic. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. So we go back to the... Uh, back to the bowls club, and uh, the vicar's playing bowls... And this is where he fucked it. And the team won't have him back for that now. I'd haul him off, not even talk to him. That's what Curtin says. There was a... Wasn't there a deleted scene with that as well? I'm sure there was... I'm sure I saw another scene where they were, they were playing bowls. Maybe that won't be the same scene. Don't remember No, no, no I no. don't remember one. I that, that. that part of that, that episode, though, the way Curtin just... He's fucked it. Yeah. That is, I was crying when I yeah. first saw that. He's I'm, fucked I'm, it. I'm, but he still cheers him on. Exactly. And it's like, Behind his back, oh, he's fucked it. Exactly. I do, I, I love, I mean, I think the vicar's probably my favourite character. After oh, yeah, going yeah. through all the episodes, because it's just unwavering faith, if you like, mm. in those kids. Mm. But it's also the fact that as much as they give him shit, they love him as well. Yeah. I think especially yeah. Curtin. Curtin's got a lot of affection for I him. I think so. But it's I like the father figure for him, isn't it? Yeah, I meant to ask some of the... the the people I spoke to or met at the Bowls Club a couple of weeks ago, whether they do actually have people shouting stuff. Because it doesn't seem to me that you would do that. There wouldn't be, like, audience participation no. like that when you go to a Bowls <clears throat> Club. You know, like, whoa, go on, somebody, <laughs> someone's shouting. <laughs> because of... Because of the Terrorist people... chants. <laughs> yeah. Go Your on. shit! <laughs> <laughs> the ref's wanker. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know whether or not they did that. I should have asked. But uh, Anyway, the vicar, vicar's there saying he's giving praise to Curtin, saying he's doing so well. He's a different lad, responsible and in control. Um... Curtin then says, sorry, mate, you still have your bowling shoes on in the bowl, in the bar area. <laughs> and the vicar, I'm away with the fairies, he says. Yeah. Uh, and Curtin says, well, no, it's not the first or second time I've had to tell you. As you and then, as you were, I love that. I love that little bit of uh, yeah. authority. Uh, the vicar goes to then turn to speak to the camera again, and Curtin goes, you know, because, you know, people look up to you, and they see you, and they think they can get and do it as well, <laughs> and it gets absolutely bananas in <laughs> here. Um, and then the classic Shahidi face... To end the scene. Um, again, little, you can't see it because this is uh, A little sort audio. of smirky yeah. sort of face, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Kerry and Len uh, are neighbours, and even though he winds me up, this is what Kerry's saying, um, Len's gone through a bad time. Because this is the other thing. Everything we've seen about Len and Kerry and Curtin, Kerry and Curtin are always on at him. Yeah. They're yeah. either calling him names or being nasty to him or anything. But this is the first time I've ever seen one of them be nice, right from the start. I mean, Kerry is caring about mm -hmm. him, making sure yeah. he's okay. Yeah. So this is quite nice. I love the fact that she says his sparkle's gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Len looks to me like he's, he's never ne had a sparkle yeah. in his life. The only a sparkler, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But yeah, and that's about it, isn't it? Uh, and she says that he keeps an eye on uh, the lockup and makes him makes her a cup of tea. Um, and then her eyes light up because it's her dad. Martin. Here he comes in his van and gives Kerry a right bollocking. <laughs> and uh, so what have I said about the cameras being here? I can't, I can't almost yeah, there. I'm almost there. there, you know. I thought he was in the room. <laughs> 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 uh, if only I could be a, what a fine figure of a man. It's too hot for that kind of talk. I'm sweating buckets here. Goodness me. Um, so he says, I'll find someone else to work with if you keep farting about. <laughs> And um, you can tell you can tell that she's right wrapped around his, oh, his, yeah, his yeah. finger because she just wants to impress him. She wants to to be with him and work with him. And so, like, if you remember from the very first episode of series one, when she sees him across the road mm -hmm. and runs over, 
it, it started there, isn't it? You can see it right from the off. Yeah, he, it, he doesn't even look up, does he? He's no. Just, the buggy, and he's just like that, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Straight away, he's, he's not bothered. And, he's, exactly. and it's like, it's not even like he pretends that he's got any feelings for it. No. It, he's, I mean, I suppose it's the one thing you can say about him is that he is brutally honest about the way as it, it folds later on. A- apart from telling her to her face to fuck off. Yeah. He couldn't be any more. No. 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 And Curtin does um, say something a little bit, again, a little bit later on that absolutely sums up their, yeah. their relationship. But, yeah. uh, but apart from the other, Kerry looks absolutely shit scared because Martin says, get in the van. And so he, she gets in the van and he's not a happy bunny. Um, and then the Kerry has a, a, it's a bit of a voiceover starting off saying, of course it's legit, I wouldn't put my name on the lockup if it's not legit. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dad has had business ideas nicked before and this was one of them. You know my dad actually wrote the song Wonderwall on the back of a beer mat in the space of ten minutes, don't you? And he was at the keepers and he just threw it on the floor because he thought, this is just absolute rubbish. And guess what brothers came into the keepers that day working as Chris Salesman? It was Bross. <laughs> he then, later on, at another gig, threw it on the floor because they just thought, this is actually not working. But the Gallagher brothers were there and they picked it up. And work with it. I want to hear Bross's version of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Can't beat a bit of Bross. You think so? Yeah, like, I was into Bross, I think. Well, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I mean, the Grolsch think... tops on your shoes. Mm. You're a bit younger than us, aren't you? So that was, was a bit young to have all that. Oh, but right. I remember having their cassette. In my really? Walkman. What of the album? Uh, yeah, I think it was. What was their? What was their? I, I don't know. I really didn't like them. When will I be famous? Was their yeah. big yeah. big hit? Wasn't it? They were the I big you thing. Nothing. That's right, that's not it? Yeah. Drop the boy. Yeah. Cat amongst the pigeons. See, look, we're all brosses. <laughs> Silent Night at Christmas. They brought that Silent out. Night. Yeah. Massive, oh massively oversung. <laughs> it's, it's only because you couldn't escape them. Yeah. They then. were they were the the big thing at yeah. the time. But didn't they, weren't they gigging again? They Because they were charging they, like 90 quid a ticket or something, They tried to come they? back, didn't yeah. they? There was, I don't know how true it is, but I did read a story on the internet, so make of it what you were. They didn't even sell half of them. Really? Yeah. Oh, I wish I knew about that. Could have gone. <laughs> 90 quid a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, curtains behind the bar um, and beautiful hairnet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was doing the uh, thumbnail for that, and that's the picture. But because I've done it in black and white, it just looks like he's got flowing blonde locks. Or white afro on it. <laughs> yeah, right? that's what it looks like. Yeah, it just looks like his normal hair. Um, but he's making sandwiches. And he said that I had six requests for cucumber sandwiches yesterday, so I did ten. No one touched them, and he even found one spat out in a napkin under a table. I right. don't genuinely think I've ever had a cucumber sandwich. Right, now, this is a question. I've, I've had heated debates in places where I've worked, right? Over cucumber sandwiches? Not cucumber sandwiches, <laughs> but tomato sandwiches. Oh, no. Now, somebody said to me, well, tomato sandwich isn't a sandwich. It has to be something and tomato, like ham and tomato. Yeah. Or a bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Tomato. But I've always said, what's wrong with, like, a little bit of salt, tomatoes, Nothing. bread? I'm with you on that. I know, I know people that have tomato sandwiches other than you. Yeah? Yeah. You're, you're, you're a no on that point. I'm a no with tomatoes, I think. Unless, what, just in general? In... Unless they're in something, like, <clears throat> I don't know, a, a lasagna or, you know, whatever. You wouldn't have them in I a sandwich? I couldn't eat a sliced tomato. In, you wouldn't uh, just grab a tomato and just... No, no, no. Bite straight into no. it and all the juices Ch- flowing? Cherry tomatoes, maybe. But, okay. But not... Not a big no, one. No, I couldn't, I couldn't handle a big one. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, email us at wtafthiscountry uh, at hotmail.com. If you like tomatoes in yeah. a sandwich, I would love to know. Because I, I, somebody answered jam sandwiches as well. Oh, yeah. Pe- I, had, I had them today for work. Really? Yeah. yeah. People, people were like really having a go at me. They were saying, why would you have jam sandwiches? I understand them. People do. I mean, I'm not particularly fond of them myself because I'm not overly fond of sweet sandwiches. Right. My, my missus makes the best jam sandwiches. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they are. Got to be proper butter. Yeah, proper butter. Right. And is this like thick cut <clears throat> bread or just normal sliced? Normal sliced bread. But... See, I like to have the knobby. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like that. I've yeah. heard that. I saw it on the That's toilet it. door. I was going to say, there you go. I'll, we'll take that little, <laughs> bit yeah. of, uh, that little bit of audio. We can use, get some mileage out of that. <laughs> I like the knobby. Anyway. Um, so, Curtin then says, they think they know what they want, but they don't know what they want. Very much like babies in that sense. 
Curtin has changed a little bit in this episode, I think. Yeah, he's become a lot more authoritarian, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. And I think he likes that power. Yeah. You know, the scene with the vicar mm. telling him. Mm. You know, he's, almost, he's not asking him, really, as he's telling him. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He genuinely looks happy in that role as well, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, mm. it's, it's not a, It's not like a... He's not putting on a face to, to, to keep the, the vicar happy. He genuinely mm. enjoys that job. Um, it's a lovely little place, though. It have is you ever, a nice... Have you ever been there? I, I have. I've delivered there. Have you really? Rounds of sandwiches. Have sam- you delivered your goods there, have you, Neil? <laughs> rounds of sandwiches. <laughs> really? <I delivered>. <laughs> <laughs> Why rounds of sandwiches? Don't From they make the their own? entertaining part. No, it's probably somebody's party, wasn't there? In there, I would imagine. Oh, right, okay. Okay, so Kerry comes in in official England merchandise. Yeah. Uh, a manager's jacket, no less. Very nice, very uh, Arsene Wenger, like right down to the floor kind of it, it thing. Was. It looks bloody warm. It does look warm. Did, yeah, you well, don't want that in a day like this. today watching that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so uh, she says about how she's, she's making a bit of money, and she also gives Curtin a present, which yeah. is a Dyson. Pretty now, much. he is genuinely <laughs> pumped up and pleased that he's he got is. his present as well. It's the one he has to go on it, made me laugh. And, but he's, he's, he loves it. Yeah, and no, I don't blame him. I've got one of those. Yeah. And he starts That's what fa- we just bought as one of those. Well, they're great. Really? They are fantastic. See, we, no we had one and we never never got on with oh, it. Oh, no, the, if you look, it's not. It's the cordless one. Oh, so right, So you can okay. put it as a little hand one and everything. That's what I've got. It's up on the wall. Just grab it. No wires. Just clear up. Did you put a condom on it? No. <laughs> I just got to ask. Backdoor push, Uber. Backdoor yeah. Uber. <laughs> It'll push the action man out of the way. Hashtag backdoor Hashtag. Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That could be the next T-shirt after hashtag examinate. We could have a hashtag back, yeah. backdoor Hoover. Um, where were we? Right, so uh, Kerry then says that he, she's glad that he uh, enjoys her, his present because she's got a little favour to ask him yeah. if she can store, if he can store some stuff at the bowls club because the lockup's full and also Mum's place is full and Mum's hitting the roof uh, about it. Cause obviously, it's all about Martin um, and Kerry. We've said this at this series. She's seems to be a little bit more dumber is that the right word she's can't quite put my finger on it how you would a describe little simple it. in series two kerry seems a little you're not supposed to use terminology like no, this, but no. a bit more simple than she was in series one yeah yeah I, yeah i mean particularly with this episode you can <clears throat> sorry she's being controlled by the love for her dad yeah you know um what he says goes and she'll do it no matter what it is but yeah, I know what I can see. I know what you're saying. Yeah, but um, I do think at this moment is her using her brain and being very manipulative herself. She's given Curtin a, a present. Oh yeah, yeah. Curtin loves, and she knows that Curtin loves the present. So he sort of owes her a little bit. So that's when she's in the player card and say, "Well, mm. look, can you store some things for me? Yeah. Well, if you don't, because what she? Where have I got it? Did I put it? <laughs> I just think we were waiting on Bait <laughs> your breath. Then, we did. Well, no, it must be a little bit later on. But she says to Curtin something about um, don't fart about, which is the same terminology that her dad used to, yeah, to her. Yeah, that's, that's right. when they're unloading, isn't it? On the yeah. back of her. Right, that's right. Yeah. And, that, and that, that struck me as the fact that she's 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 using Martin as a as a guide yeah. of how she's to act. She almost becomes Martin. Yeah, she's exactly. Doing the tall curtain, you know. Exactly, and but even she, she's not. You say like she's almost like she's not so simple in minor injuries when she's controlling the vicar exactly with her insurance claim and and the mm. Chinese at the end of it yeah but, but, she yeah, could the, be there's yeah. it where she changes yeah uh, but then that that does make naive. me think naive I think the word is naive yeah. rather but I don't simple. know is 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 she naive on purpose to well, get no, what she but wants if you think about the threatening letters that she had no idea I mean we've established they're probably in their early twenties and to have no idea about the sexual connotations of those letters. But see, I think that's because I think she could be sexually naive. But when it comes, you look at how she had Florence wrapped round a little finger. Yeah, oh, she manipulated. Yeah, yeah, pretending that she just used to take stuff out of the bin because her mum never fed mm. her. They're double dinners. You're double dinners. <laughs> yeah, snuffing you know, for snuffing for snuffs. Yeah, that's a t-shirt. Uh, that exactly. is a <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't wear it though because it would be out. Yeah. So Kerry talks about curtain uh, on this one. Curtin will never make any money because he's too much of a worry worm like his man. He's a worry worm. Yes. 
Yes. And, and let me just say as well, if you do hear like a humming in the background, it's because we've got a fan going on, mm. uh, just so if you're wondering what it is. Um, so she also says that they both, uh, her, Curtin and her nan, her, his nan, both worried about the millennium bug, uh, and they both made a suicide pact, which would have been a shame, <laughs> as he would have missed the demise of CFAX, and he absolutely loved that, seeing that go down. He hated the graphics, he hated the loading times. Now that whole, that, that to me, that whole little bit there sums this country up yeah if there was one bit it's just everything in there talking using the worry worm as a as a way of saying about somebody that worries talking about the millennium bug a suicide pact which is just ridiculous, ridiculous yeah. and bringing cfax into it it just it's out of the real world and it's years back exactly yeah. but there are so many people that would go i remember cfax yeah. i used to i used to be there with Oh, was it page 302 with the latest scores of the football scores and you'd have to wait what for the that? page to come round to well, see if... What you... was that game? Bam, bamboozled or something, was it? Yeah. The, you used to press the right colour for the answer, didn't oh you? That's right. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Bamboo, you can check all the holidays out and that. So yeah, what was that? Teletext that was the, holidays. What was the IC... That was BBC, wasn't it, CFAX? Yeah, and what? then Teletext yes. was ITV. Yeah. What was Oracle? That was... Wasn't that originally ITV and then it changed it? to... I think it did. I think it was originally ITV and then it became just Teletext. I mean, kids today, they don't, just don't know what they're missing, do they? They're, I remember a we'll game with a bee firing stuff up for his, <laughs> <laughs> up his ass. <laughs> no, firing up to protect his... Backdoor um, Hoover. On the, was it a backdoor Hoover? <laughs> yeah, a bee backdoor Hoover. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, so, so Curtin hated CFAX. Um, back to the Bowls Club at night. We have a van full of Dysons mm. uh, brought in by what was his name? Spud. 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 By Spud. Um, I never checked the credits. Did we find out who played Spud? I haven't. No, but we can have Doesn't, a look. Yeah, I should have looked. Um, so Len has uh, a lot of them in his lockup, um, and of course Curtin is saying, "Well, you shouldn't do that because he's a hoarder, and it's a quirk." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a quirk. <laughs> Uh, so Spud sticks his head out of the uh, the driver's door and says, uh, hurry up. And then as soon as Curtin is saying, well, who's that? Oh, that's Spud. And then Curtin knows that Martin is involved. Mm. And that's when Kerry says, if you're going to fart me about, um, I'll take my Hoover back. And and Curtin then goes, well, all right, okay, come on, we'll do, we'll do it. So he mm. genuinely it's loves... emotional blackmail, isn't it? It, it is. It's emotional blackmail. But she knows how much he loves those goddamn she, Dysons. She can be very clever when she wants to be. She can. I think a lot of it is just a it's it's an, an act, act, yeah. To get what you know, like, say, like you said, Paul, manipulative. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, it's that's um, yeah. Curtin doesn't want to lose his vacuum. Uh, and then we get a bit of text. So here we go. Organised crime is on the rise in rural Britain, where thinly spread police resources make detection less likely. Criminal gangs often seek to exploit young and vulnerable people within the local area as part of their illegal activity. I would imagine that's a true blurb. I imagine that's true all around the country. Yeah. Not just in the rural areas. It's probably true worse here, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's true around yeah. There. We also look at London as well, yeah. A mm. little bit of politics, a little bit of politics. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the Bowls Club. Um, and we actually, actually hear from the camera crew. The camera crew asks a question of what that um, mug is behind it. Yep. Uh, and it's Wally of the Year mug. Now, I'm sure if anybody's been in a football team or anything like that, they've all, there's always been a tankard or something for dickhead drink or... Something like that, idiot of the season or Dirty pints or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever had one of those? Have you ever done those? No. No, 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 no me. No, I've been very good lucky. enough to play in a team. <laughs> <laughs> I've been good enough to get dickhead of the or Wally of the Year, but I've uh, been very lucky and never had one of those. That would That would... Do me. What, a dirty pint? My yeah, you can't God. even have a pint of normal, can I, you? I, I would be on I, my I ass. I tell a lot. I, think I, I had something like a dirty pint at the golf club because I turned up and they asked me for my handicap and I told them and I ended up winning. Oh, and right. They were all like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to get some shit here. Like, <laughs> what, they thought you were a ringer, did yeah, they? Yeah, they thought I was a bandit. Right. But, um, I haven't lived it down since. But. Yeah. How often do you think people think you're a bandit, Neil? What sort of bandit, <laughs> huh? Exactly. Smoky, <laughs> Smoky, <laughs> uh, Dom De Louise. That was Cannibal Run. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no, he was in Smoky the Bandit. He too. was in number two. Yeah, with an elephant. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, hello. Um, 
Right, so uh, Colin for one is uh, one of the contenders that uh, Curtin says should be Wally of the Year. And then shouting off screen, and it's Len and Arthur shouting off they about go again. sitting at the window. That's the corner where I sing as well. Is that bit? Is In it? that corner, yeah. Aww. So that's really weird. Um, Curtin's trying to keep the peace, and so Arthur is going to sit there tomorrow, and uh, Len will sit there the day after. Um, it amazes me that, that Len is even a member of a bowls club. Because surely you. I, would I have don't to... think. He, do you, can you be a member and not play? Does he just become a member so he can have? But a wouldn't pint? you? Have, you'd have to pay subs and stuff, I, wouldn't I, you? Yeah, I assume you need to be a member to get in there. Yeah, yeah. You can't just go in for no. a drink. No. I would have thought so. Well, I mean, I know that it's only like members only. Yeah, but he's going to yeah, have yeah. some sort of money. I mean, he found a fiver on the floor, didn't he? If you've seen that, delete. Yeah, but he went off and bought crisps. Bought crisps. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's his. So, but you if know, he... rent or crisps, and he goes out and spends fiver on crisps. Don't know. He might be one of these like. That's why he's in a lockup. He can't yeah. pay the rent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I thought it was while they were clearing out his house, isn't it? So. Um, mm. Yeah, but he might it... be one of these like, you know, what's his name, Howard Hughes, where he's wearing tissue boxes on his feet and <laughs> possibly a billion, a secret billionaire. You know. So anyway, um, uh, Curtin then says, "I know who'll win Wally of the Year. It's Arthur." Now, I don't know if it was me, but did you think he said Arthur in a strange way? I, I, I didn't really notice. Arthur, probably. Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. I've never... I've Just never... very Gloucestershire, isn't it? Arthur. Arthur, probably. Arthur. <laughs> Arthur. Is that how you'd say Arthur? I've never said Arthur like that. No, 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 no. no. Born and bred Gloucester. Yeah. yeah. Arthur. Arthur. I've never heard it said like that. That's why I caught that bit of audio, because I've never heard anyone say Arthur like that. Arthur, probably. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, so back to Kerry, uh, and she's walking down the street, saying in the 90s a group of kids were hanging around sniffing glue. One was caught... Now, <laughs> see, I think this whole story is bullshit, because she says one of them and the kid was called Rugrat, and that his nostrils... He's done so much that his nostrils stuck together. Um, and he was going on to have to talk, so I talk like that instead. <laughs> um, and then he became a massive success doing voices for cartoons. Now... Um, wasn't the ginger one in the Rugrats the one that had a voice like this? Like yeah. his voice was yeah, Chucky, wasn't it? Chucky. Chucky. There you go. I t- you know, I've never watched Rugrats. <laughs> and even his dad, I think, had the funny voice, didn't he? Yeah, like it, his nose was blocked. Yeah. So it seemed to me like that whole thing was like that the story was like eating its own tail. Yeah. Mm. That it was in the nineties. The kid was called Rugrat, which was the name of the cartoon, and the kid that had a blocked up nose was in the cartoon, and so whoever did the voice would have had to do a blocked up nose. So how would he have the name Rugrat before? She's like, like, think... She just took the cartoon and added a glue sniffer into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I just thinking too much into this? I don't, I don't know whether I'm I looking take for a conspiracy lot of notice, and everything. I, I never watched Rugrats, so I didn't know. I never used to watch it a lot. I just remembered that one of them looked like Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've seen you know, picture, Ginger yeah. hair and glasses. Yeah. But obviously, never spoke like a... Like he had a, a <laughs> blocked up nose. Uh, he turns the corner, she turns the corner, and the police are at his lock-up. Yeah, Why do you saying he? Her lock-up. Uh, Liam Stewart-George. He's going to be a future guest in he a couple of weeks. He will be, yeah, in a couple of weeks' time. A couple of weeks' time is uh, Policeman... Now, is it Policeman Duffy? I think it is, isn't it? I did write his name down a little bit later on. I'm sure it's Duffy. It'll, I'll, I'll come to it anyway. Um, so, basically, she, they need to talk to Kerry about the Dysons that are in the lock-up. In uh, her name. In her mm-hmm. name, indeed. Um, and she says, it could be in my name, no one tells me anything, she says. <laughs> um, and shall we go down to the station and sort this out? And she's there. Well, you can go down if you want. I was just thinking about heading <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah. And uh, no, you get in the car, are you asking or telling? And yeah, yeah, we're, we're telling you. So she get. Uh, this is one of the moments where it sort of breaks my heart because you know that she's got herself into this terrible, terrible situation. But, but again, like as you said in previous podcasts, the face when she gets in the car, mm. you're almost like, oh, you know, yeah, that's, that's not heart. very nice. And, no. the, and, the, and I'll see you later. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll see you later. You know, I don't quite know what's going to happen, but I'll see you later. <laughs> but then it's the fact that the, the car speeds with lights on through the village. <laughs> through yeah. the village. Yeah, I pointed that out to the to Mrs. and she, she was like, that would never happen. I said, no. I said, no, they wouldn't. It was probably to. like a two but, minute drive. Yeah, but it was just brilliant. Yeah. If you imagine the the scandal, like I'm sure in a place like that, the the the, the oh, it'd be around, it'd be around the village, automatically, wouldn't it? Yeah, but you think, oh my god, you know, I mean, we hear just around here, I'd see hear um, sirens that like, going off 
two or three times a day. I mean, I don't know whatever it's for, but mm. if you're in a sleepy little village like that and all of a sudden a police car, you think, oh, my God, it's a murder. Yeah. It's a murder. <laughs> Maybe. But, yeah, very strange. Back to the Bowls Club. Um, classic comedy bit, this is. Oh, this is great. Anyone lost a hearing aid and there's one guy with his back to curtain... Absolutely oblivious. I love this one. Yeah. The fact that he's looking round. Yeah. <laughs> you can see there's nobody there. Yeah. But he's, he's physically leaning out the bar and pointing his head brain. Yeah. That was so <laughs> good. Just... Yeah. Ten seconds and I'll throw it away. And the guy that's there obviously doesn't... Uh, <laughs> he doesn't even acknowledge that Curtin is talking. So it's obvious Can't that he's... hear him. He's yeah, got no hearing yeah, Exactly. <laughs> it's obvious that he's deaf. So Curtin then just chucks it away and, and says that it's a ten... Uh, Ten second rule. <laughs> Gives him a ten second rule, um, and then we get uh, a call from Sue. And straight, this is what I love: is straight away he thinks he's done something wrong because he got a call from Sue. And um, anybody that came to the live show will recognise some of the dialogue because mm. we, we had Sue call we in. Did, we, we did, yeah. Uh, but it's a painful phone call. Sue then tells Curtin that Kerry is at the police station because of Martin Mucklow. So we go to the police station Bastard. and... Uh, <laughs> shit, I was, It's on and, the phone um, calls where she keeps going, Hello! <laughs> Yellow! <laughs> and then rings him back. Yeah. Um, so we get... Uh, she's been cautioned... Or she's being cautioned, um, but she wave, uh, waves the... Um, what's it called? The legal representation. Yeah, legal advice. Um, <clears throat> but then C- Kerry comes up with this. I also say, as my human right, <laughs> you have not asked me if I want a glass of water. And I am legally entitled to that as well. Would you like a glass of water? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Policeman Duffy, PC Duffy, I'm sure that's what his name is, um, has basically got the whole case absolutely right, that Martin has been stealing these, she's been putting it in the lock-up, and uh, she's in a, a lot of trouble. Uh, but Kerry basically says, um, and she talks to the, the camera crew, the tea rooms, you know you know the tea rooms, mm-hmm. um, and they're paninis. Uh, they, at the end of the day, they put them in a bag for the homeless foxes and the badgers yeah. get in there as well. Uh, but the PC stresses the seriousness of Kerry's situation, and Kerry then goes on about the raggy dolls. Is that an actual programme? Yeah. I think dolls? so, yeah. Do you, not, you don't remember? No? no. I think it was not no. our generation. They were... Um, you youngster, you. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel bloody old. They were... Um, <laughs> They were literally dolls, like right. fabric dolls, and if they were went through the manufacturing line with, like she said, misformed, miss, miss, what's the word, mismade, mismade limbs, they would get chucked down the the chute, and then they come alive, right, and all the raggy dolls at the bottom just that's crap, freaky, crappy TV program, really. is it right. a kid show? <laughs> it was, yeah, bloody, hell. yeah, it was, um, it was quite scary. I bet it was. So anyway, so she's talking about the same thing about they get thrown away, uh, similar to the Hoovers, um, but the Hoovers want to find loving homes too. Curtin <laughs> um, says, "When I think of Kerry, I think of someone very loyal and very stupid. More loyal than stupid. Seventy percent stupid, thirty percent loyal." Um, Kerry's back in the. Uh, it's not a cell, is it? It's an interview room. Interview room, isn't saying it? how bored she is, and the PC is stressing how serious this could be. She could end up with. Was it like seven years in prison? Mm. It's how she says so bored. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then the look, while the the, the policeman is explaining to her the seriousness of the situation, it looks like she, this is actually sinking in. Yeah. And she looks and then she turns to uh, the PC and then goes, didn't we, weren't weren't you below me at school or something? Yeah. Yeah, below me at school. See that bit you said about her with it sinking in? Yeah. To me, I took that as, She's completely not listening. She's thinking about, does, does she know him or not? Yeah. And then she turns and says that, and I was like... Because <laughs> you are supposed to think, ah, right, she's finally getting the idea now, yeah. so she has to say, yeah. well, it's my dad, my dad. But she turns around, weren't, weren't you in the yearbook for Lomi at school? And the, obviously the PC is saying, well, look, there's 168 stolen vacuum cleaners. Last chance to clear your name. Um, yeah, were you in the uh, year below me at school? Yeah. Uh, didn't you hang around with Darren Lockhart? Bloody Darren. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Did you hear what happened to him? And this is what happened. He got sat from the centre because he made his own periscope and was peeping on the girls in changing rooms. There you go. Dirty now, is he related bastard. to Martin Mucklow? He might be. <laughs> might be, yeah, one of his bastard children. <laughs> they got to check some tennis rackets for D- t- recovers for DNA, really. Oh. Um, <laughs> and she says, you should be investigating things like that Kerry walks out looking very confident, like she's... Uh, nailed it. She's absolutely nailed it. Uh, PC Weber 
Sorry, apologies, PC Weber. It's PC. What did I say? I thought it was Duffy. Duffy. Where the hell did I get that from? PC Weber um, is trying to get the info out of me and to get me and my dad to turn on each other. Mucklows uh, aren't grasses. Mucklows look after mucklows. Cut to Martin. I don't really know much about her. <laughs> She's trouble. Uh, and I wouldn't put it past her. Shit house is what I put on here after that. Yeah. <laughs> but it is another one of those classic cuts. It is. Isn't it? A classic comedy cut. Fantastic. Just roll, roll in and first watch that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you just sat at home in that. And the fact that he has the balls to just have no emotion I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past her at all. Yeah, no, yeah. Just, Even though he said he doesn't well, know much I about he her. He does put an explanation to this a bit later on. Oh, he does. Uh, why. Oh, doesn't why he just. Why like he is. Doesn't he just. Um, so we go back to the vicar saying, unfortunately for Kerry, uh, she has a big hole in her life and it's Martin. And because they live in the same village, she always feels the love. Uh, she desperately, she feels the love she desperately craves is just within her reach. Uh, he might as well be living on the other side of the world. And Kerry looks so sad while this is going on, like the voiceover is going mm. on. And that is that sums it up. That's a beautiful bit of writing. That is, I really thought that was fantastic. Um, Curtin now starts having a go at Kerry um, as the Hoovers are still at the bowls club. Curtin is worried that he's going to get the blame if they're found and doesn't want to lose his job. He says that Terry is really happy with his work. The glasses are so clean, they look like they're from a Finnish advert. Secret um, tip. And what is the secret tip, Neil? A little dab of um, fairy liquid. Isn't fairy it? liquid in with a dishwasher tablet. That's, That's right. Don't ever do that. No? Don't ever do that. Is that not good, no? Not that I've heard, no. Oh, right. <laughs> just, so it just bubbles. Bubbles everywhere. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So we, we've got manual dishwashers. <laughs> See, I've, I, 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 uh, things like uh, electronic dishwashers haven't gotten this far down into siren yet. <laughs> you got a dishwasher? Yeah. Of course you have. <laughs> of course you have. Um, so he tells me she's got to go and tell the truth um, or that uh, it, this is all going to drag him down and drag her down as well. Kerry comes up with the mucklows look after mucklows and he says, I'm a mucklow, you're not looking after me. And she says, well, Dad's a mucklow and you're not looking after him. And uh, Curtin just lays it down on the line and says, he's a fucking scumbag, Kerry. <laughs> he's going to stitch you up again. And she goes, no, because my dad loves me. And we get this absolutely tragic story that she once had pneumonia when she was 10 years old. She nearly died. It was really serious in a hospital. And the dad wasn't there. He was down the keepers on the fruity as it was about to pay out. Mm. What a shit house. He's got to earn his 50 grand a year, He's got to earn his 50 grand a year. But she still defends him. She says, well, he's not going to leave because it was going to pay out. You can't have someone else just swanning in there. (laughs) And uh, this is the bit that I was telling about earlier on, about how it it sums up. Um, Curtin says that he's never met someone who loves someone less than Martin loves Kerry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that absolutely sums it up. Martin loves Martin. Um, So Curtin, uh, sorry, Kerry is then saying that they've been texting each other. Uh, and to get their ducks in a row. And Curtin says, what does that mean? And she goes, I don't know, probably plans or something like that. And then Len and Arthur start arguing <laughs> again, because Len has used the, the ladies, ladies' toilets. Which is, it's, it's an easy mistake to make in there. And cleaner, probably. Probably. They're nice toilets there, though. What, the ladies? Well, no. Oh, right. no, no, the ladies. <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> um, so now Martin and Kerry are in the van, and... Uh, this is Martin's plan. So Kerry goes to the station, starts crying, uh, goes to see uh, PC. Weber. Well done, good man. Um, to start crying, admit to it, and then go down for six months. And but obviously she doesn't want to go to jail. And this is what uh, this is what Martin says. And you never know, you might find a lover in there. <laughs> I yeah. I love that. <laughs> and the fact that it's just like Butlin's in there, you've got bunk beds, you get fed, and pool tables and all this sort of stuff. But she doesn't want to go to prison. And uh, even Martin comes up with the mucklows, look after mucklows. You do love your old dad, don't you? What a shit house. What a shit house. That is the, that is the knife, knife in the heart, that is. And then, of course, I do. And then you wouldn't want to see him go inside, would you? Of course not. Then the big question. And, and you've got to give Kerry a little bit of kudos for actually asking the question. But do you love, you love me, don't you, Dad? And then it's not about love care. Yeah. Fucking it, shit! It house. was it was twenty seconds ago. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It was if it suited yeah. him. Yeah. Um, it's all about stiff upper lip and getting the job in hand done. Um, 
And then he tells the story about that he was a long haul driver for Hawkins Bazaar. Now that's a toy shop. That isn't was it? a one of these novelty shops. Mm. Sorry, Neil. I'm trying to grab that fly. Yeah, one of these novelty shops. You know, where they sell men's sort of it's like junk boys, gears. boys toys gadgets yeah. sort of thing. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Oh, you still um, love them. Really? <laughs> but he was um, he was uh, delivering a lorry load of puppets, which I think is great. Um, and he hit a dog. Uh, legs were like a, dra- <laughs> a drawer full of phone yeah, charge. <laughs> which is a great bit of writing. All mangled um, up. All mangled, mangled up. up. And he looked at the dog's big brown eyes as the dog was dying, and he felt nothing. <laughs> and you know why? He's got no empathy whatsoever. And then Kerry then very sweetly says, but you will write to me, though, won't you, Da? Have you not listened to a word I just said? Um, And then we get this. Take me to the police station. Uh, That's not really on my way, Kerry. Shit house! Yeah. What a shit house. He's took that knife out and he's put it back in. He has. Right there. He absolutely has. And twisted it. Yeah. That's what he's done. And this is the thing. I've actually... I've found this episode hard to watch. It's because because of that scene, yeah. Mm. Because that you, we've said before is that you want to sort of see. I want well, I want to see Martin get his comeuppance. I want to mm. see Martin get what's due to, coming to him, you know. And and it hasn't happened because it's sort of finished on a bit of a cliffhanger, cliffhanger didn't it? Spoilers. We haven't got there yet, but uh, <laughs> um, so Kurt, uh, Kerry says, "Yeah, sorry." Um, Kurt and the, oh, fuck Kurt. Martin then drives off without saying another word. Yeah, just leaves. And I'm pretty there. sure goes the way that Kerry they is starting to, go, to yeah. walk. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he was going the way that she was going, yeah. wanted to go. Um, Curtin then, and then the, a first for the whole two series, some music starts, some background music starts. It did. Um, Curtin says, You need someone to protect yourself from the mucklows. And I'm saying that as a mucklow myself. Uh, then we get a few little um, talking heads from all the various characters. Uh, the vicar says the relationship with her father affected her whole outlook on life. While this is going on, we see... Kurt, I think it's Kerry must be walking into where she's eventually yeah. going to go. Mm. Um, and we see Martin smoking outside of his uh, house, yep. looking like cock of the hoop. Is that a good expression? Is that a good yeah, expression? Yeah. Thank you. Um, and Curtin says he's, he's not particularly angry with Martin. He's angry with Kerry. Makes the same mistakes time and time again. Doesn't listen to people who gives a shit about her. Mandy says, I like Kerry. She's got a lot of time for Kerry. Len says, she's lazy, stinks, nude, nude, (laughs) nude. (laughs) My R looks like an N, sorry. (laughs) Rude, nasty, and he sees a lot of himself in her, really. (laughs) I like the nude. Yeah. That changes the game. That does change the game. Uh, Mandy says, uh, she's thick, but not as thick as she looks, whereas Curtin is thick as he looks, and he looks thick. Which is good. Good. Curtin, then, have you seen Friends? Because Kerry and Martin are like Gunter and Rachel. Gunter loves Rachel. Rachel doesn't give a shit about Gunter. Guy serves a coffee. He should concentrate on what he has, which is a great little business. Uh, Vicar then says, time when people stand on their own two feet and be responsible for their decisions. And we see Kerry go into the station and ask for PC Weber. Weber, yeah. And then the Vicar says, when it comes to Martin, Kerry's always going to make the wrong decision. Kerry then is sat in the, the uh, waiting to be seen in the police station. And says Mucklows look after Mucklows. She's only just now understanding what that means. And then we fade to black and we hear a PC, a lady PC say, uh, Kerry Mucklow, we're ready for you if you'd like to come through. Gut punch! Exactly. Now, Did she, you know? The second time I've seen this, and you know what? I actually think she's going to go and dob in her dad. Do you? Yeah. Because when she said Mucklows look after Mucklows, I'm only just understanding what that means. Because she's been saying it all the way through the episode. Mm. Yet she's saying only now she understands what that means. And I think, from what Curtin said, that I'm a mucklow. Could that be her looking after Curtin? Yeah. That's the only way that's going to sort of stop Curtin from losing his job. And she knows that he loves that job. That if she dobs her dad in, I don't know whether that walk maybe cleared her head. I could be completely wrong. But that's my sort of feeling on it. I mean, if you're going logically... Any solicitor would, she'd be thrown straight out anyway because it wouldn't be consistent, would it? So, but I don't know. In the, I mean, in it the could, terms, it could come out that she's been in for six months, comes out hard as fuck, and that Mandy's her bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, you, you don't know. She does know martial arts. See, or, she knows or, or range. She'll, she'll come back, <laughs> and Mandy and Martin have hooked up. Oh, mm. imagine that. 
Just imagine oh, I don't that. Know for if I've done it before. Imagine no, that. Imagine yeah. that. I'm sweaty Paul. enough Ima- as it is. Imagine that in this hot day. <laughs> but imagine I, I Martin it, and Mandy. Mandy's only got eyes for the, the noises. <laughs> the noises. <laughs> My, um, Mandy's only got eyes for Hannah. Probably still. Yeah, but she can't get in touch with them, can she? At least then she could use her Grant Mitchell tattoo as Martin. She could use that oh, as. That's a brilliant you know, tattoo. There you go, see? <laughs> right then. Uh, so that's it for episode six. I know. It's a bumper episode, and as you're here, Paul, mm-hmm. it'd be stupid of us for not to play... Or... Curtain. We have to have a go at this, because you're here, and it'd be silly not to do it. So, are you ready? I am ready. Here we go, then. Number one, huge fucking head. Curtain. Well done. Number two, she's so kind, she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. She's so kind, she doesn't want to hurt his feelings. Kerry. Curtain. Curtain. That was uh, when they were getting ready for the date with um, Kaylee. Ah, right. Yes. Number three. Does my skin look any different? Kerry. Curtain. When he's taking his first drink. Yes. Number four. If they stop at the traffic lights, I'll knock on the window and say, what are you looking at, mate? That's Kerry. That is Kerry. And number five, that's the sort of attitude I've had to put up with for the last 20 years. Curtain. Kerry. Oh. Uh, <laughs> every podcast I've got four, maybe. <laughs> and uh, on the way here. The pressure. On the way here, I was like, I am shitting myself about that bit. That's, that's the one <laughs> bit I'm worried about. Well, there you go. Uh, uh, we've had a little bit of, um, um, what's the word, some, some messages. First of all, a couple of bits of like, people's favourite bits. Um, Sarah Badger, she's the lady yeah, that makes yeah. the wonderful badges. Oh, I forgot my badge. Oh, dear. My dump can. <laughs> my absolute favourite moment is Kerry in her manager's jacket, the poses, she said. And Alan Baker, this is on the Dump Gang uh, Facebook page, which is a yeah. really great Facebook it is page great. for yeah. all, uh, all f- um, this country fans. So just put in Dump Gang on Facebook and you'll be able to get there and come and join in the fun. Alan Baker said, Len living in a lockup and buying a tea towel, not to hoard but to use. And. Kerry telling the police that it is a legal right to have a glass of water and then declining one when offered, but thanking the policeman and telling him that it was a correct com- it was the correct conduct. That's only because you heard that then. I didn't actually say that. I didn't call a PC that word. <laughs> be at down all. Here. I'm gonna ring PC Weber. Yeah. You've been calling him names. I only know PC Duffy, so oh, yeah. there you go. Um, <laughs> and talking of Duffy, uh, Simon Duffield on our What the Actual Fuck Facebook page, come and follow us on that, sent us a fantastic uh, message, and I'm going to read it right now. Oh, go on then. Hey, chaps. I just saw that picture of the guy with the cockwomble banner at the rugby match, lol. Anyway, obviously made me think of the show, and I've got my next day off on Tuesday and thought, great, I'll get to listen to the new WTAF that morning, and it made me realise, damn, these guys are still putting out this brilliant show every week and getting better and better each week when the show isn't even on at the moment and only has 12 episodes and a comic relief special. And yet every week you guys are still killing it. Magnificent work and very much appreciated. Have a nice weekend and don't get too plumbed. Thank you very isn't much. That lovely? Yeah, that's isn't that nice. lovely? I totally agree with that. That oh, is absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you very much. And thank you very much, Paul. Uh, and we have another Patreon subscriber, Woo! the wonderful Julie Marshall. Thank you very much, uh, Julie. Is subscribing five dollars a month, which is fantastic. Now, Julie is the mother of Alex, who, if anyone came to the the, the live show, very kindly came and helped helped us with the big bastard bake off. The man, the legend. The man, the legend, indeed, and he is uh, <laughs> apparently absolutely loving the. Uh, oh, is he the still apron? Still apron. Still apron. Still wearing. The thank you very much, Julie. Um, we do appreciate um, every bit of support. Um, so thank you ever so much. Your postcard, uh, signed postcard, will be in the post to you very, very shortly. Um, hopefully you should get it by the time this podcast goes out. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, and anybody else that wants to come and subscribe and uh, donate to the podcast, it's uh, patreon.com forward slash WTAF. We have a load of different uh, rewards on there. Paul very kindly uh, has donated, and uh, so much so that he is now on the show. He sat Man. opposite us, bless he you. He sat opposite Thank you very much. Has it been fun? Oh, it's been brilliant. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's been you brilliant. Sort of, you, you, you know how the turkey is made. Is that the right thing? That's not the right <laughs> thing. <laughs> No, isn't it? That? What is it? No, how the sausage is made. 
Yeah, you know how the sausage is made. God almighty. I've never heard of either of them. <laughs> no, we'll take one of them. I certainly do know. Anyway, it's backdoor hoovering. That's what it is. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag backdoor hoovering. So have we got any more um, any more housekeeping that we can do? What can um, we talk about? You, have you mentioned everything? You've done the Patreon. Patreon. Come to our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, WTAF This Country. And also, what else? God, this uh, is the bit that I'm crap at. I should write you, you down. You can email us. You can. WTAF This Country at Hotmail.com. And you can see all our other podcasts. Pancast.co.uk. And that's it. And that is it, you mofos. You backdoor hoovers. While we're all melting, all lost about three we stone. Are. While we're we, we are going to go and open the door and... Uh, my wife is probably going to wonder why three big sweaty men are <laughs> all coming out of the shed. Not wearing much. No, well, that's just you, Neil, isn't it? And you love it. Of course. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Paul. you so much yeah, for coming. So much. See, it wasn't nothing to worry about, was it? No. Well, see, <laughs> <laughs> it was loads of fun. And we've now, we've now got to wait for... The special. The special to come out. Will be the next one, won't it? Yeah, we're going to dissect the crap out of that because we've got nothing else to dissect. Might have to do it in two halves. I think so. <laughs> Because it depends how long the special is. If it's a 15-minute one, we're going to do a two-hour podcast on it. That's what I reckon we're going to do. So that's it. Indeed. (laughs) That's it. Thank you very much again for joining us, Paul. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot. Thank you ever so much. Thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, Pav. So for Pancast Productions, it's Pavo and Neil saying thank you very much and go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.